Ulysses Campbell for Fantastic Forum. I had my issues with the first movie in the Avatar series. I refer to it as a series, as it seems obvious this sequel heralds more films. But I'm getting ahead of myself. I confess the first film had me checking my watch about 20 minutes in. It was clear the film was going to be one of those colonizer who becomes a better indigenous person than the indigenous people stories. By the end of the picture, Hero Jake Scully had turned his back on his own race and embraced the life of the Na'vi, to the point of allowing his natural physical body to die while his consciousness lived on in his Na'vi avatar. Anyway, the bottom line is this. Avatar The Way of Water is visually spectacular. James Cameron has created a masterpiece of CGI filmmaking. Jake Scully and Natiri are living an idyllic existence on the planet Pandora. They have four children of their own and have adopted a human who had been left behind when Earth was driven off the planet as he'd been too young to go into cryostasis. When humans, called Sky People by the Na'vi, suddenly return to Pandora, Jake, Natiri, and their family must work with the rest of the Na'vi to fight once again for their world. But this time, the Sky People have committed greater resources to eliminating the indigenous population in their plan to colonize Pandora. Avatar The Way of Water is a better written movie than the original. The dynamic of Jake and Natiri having a family, particularly with their older children wanting to join the fight against the invaders, makes for a more tense and compelling story. Sam Worthington and Zoe Saldana use this material to further develop their characters to great effect. Also returning are Sigourney Weaver, Stephen Lang, Joel David Moore, and CCH Pounder. The cast is rounded out by Kate Winslet, Cliff Curtis, Edie Falco, Brendan Cowell, Jermaine Clement, Jamie Flatters, Britton Dalton, Trinity Jolie Bliss, Jack Champion, Bailey Bass, Philip Gelio, and Dwayne Evans Jr. I think it particularly challenging in effects-driven pictures when actors have to have their performances convey through motion capture. And while I'm sure that the high quality of those computer-generated effects help, the heart and soul of the actor's work comes through in apparent fashion. But make no mistake, the real stars of this movie are the army of visual effects artists who brought the finished product to the screen. I'm not disparaging the actors, but this is a CGI-driven film. If you can, I strongly recommend that you see it in 3D. The painstaking quality of the work stands in contrast to the relatively sloppy CG from overworked artists you'll see in other tentpole movies. Sound, special effects, visual effects, stunts, camera and electrical, animation, all the technical departments work harmoniously to deliver a visually stunning experience. The musical score by composer Simon Franklin is also terrific. Despite all that, how well or how poorly a film resonates with its audience ultimately comes back to story. This movie is about family, about whether or not you have one, and finding your place in it if you do. It's also about those who have become outcasts from their families. And I think that will resonate with all audience demographics. Everyone is represented somewhere, and audiences will see themselves in these characters and empathize with them. Cameron, Rick Jaffa, and Amanda Silver wrote the screenplay and collaborated on the story with Josh Friedman and Shane Salerno. Cameron directs. In interviews, he has talked about his intention, Avatar be an epic story. And he, apparently, has ideas 
that would extend to as many as seven films. Be prepared, because this is a long movie. Avatar The Way of Water runs a whopping three hours and 12 minutes. I enjoyed the movie, but I'd be lying if I told you I didn't check my watch. Not like when I saw the first film. I wasn't bored, but there's just a whole lot of movie and I wanted to determine where we were time-wise. Lots of characters, changes of scenery, three hours and 12 minutes, prepare yourself accordingly. It's rated PG-13 for action, adventure, fantasy, sci-fi. Be careful with this one. I wouldn't take children younger than about 11 or 12. It's about as violent as the first Avatar. Nothing too graphic, no nudity, sex, and minimal questionable language. But as long as it is, you need to consider whether your kids can sit through it or not. Not that you'd be expecting one, but since Marvel has got audiences thinking about it, I'll tell you that there are no mid or post credit scenes. So when the title starts scrolling, you can confidently head for home knowing there's nothing for you to miss. Visually spectacular, a triumph of CGI filmmaking for James Cameron and the start of an epic series. Three stars out of four. Ulysses Campbell for Fantastic Four. Fantastic Forum airs from 4 to 5 p.m. on Saturdays on WERA 96.7 FM in Arlington, Virginia.